0: Hi, this is J.C. Hurtado Prater. Today, we are in the third week of our series entitled 2021, A Focused Life. The title for our episode today is Focus Is Saying No. Stay tuned for episode number 13 of J.C. Talks, a leadership podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. If you're listening on the day that we are uh, putting this podcast out, today is Inauguration Day here in the USA, and that's always an exciting time for our nation. Change is always, always a good thing. It's good for the system. It's good for our nation. I, I also want to be sensitive and recognize that there are people who are listening today that probably are not excited about the change, and I understand that um i i understand that full well uh however um uh, we want to wish our our new administration well and and here's the reason why we need to do this when biden succeeds uh, succeeds when kamala succeeds when their entire administration succeeds you and i succeed and so we want to wish them all good things as they start the process today of leading this incredible nation Uh, So today's going to be a good day, and it's always fun to see the pomp and circumstance that goes into uh, the transition of power. Obviously, it's going to look a little bit different this year with COVID, um, but it's still always a good thing to be part of. So uh, that's enough on that. Let's get back to the podcast. We are in a series entitled A Focused Life. Two weeks ago, we defined why focus matters for your life and for your leadership. Last week, we determined where your focus should be and how to make that determination. This week, we're going to examine what should be purged from your life in order to place your focus where it needs to be, which is on your life mission. If you didn't get a chance, go back and listen to episode 12, where we talk all about this uh, very important episode. Steve Jobs, the pioneer of the personal computer revolution revolution, and co-founder of tech giant Apple, placed a great deal of emphasis on the power of focus. So here's a question. Why was Steve Jobs able to revolutionize the entire globe in a way few have matched? Well, here's the answer. His unrelenting focus on building a great company that produced innovative products that would transform the way we live our lives. He valued this idea of focus. Now, when you think of the word focus, what comes to your mind? Like me, you probably imagine being laser focused on one image, one item, one product, or one task. And while you're not wrong, there is actually more to this idea of focus than just being lasered in, quote unquote. In order to be completely focused in one area, it means removing our attention from other areas. Other areas that are likely important this aspect of focus is the hard part it's one thing to keep ourselves laser focused to keep ourselves lasered in on one specific area what's really tough uh, especially in life um, as more opportunities begin to come your way is to turn them down and say no but i want you to listen to the words of steve jobs when it comes to the power of focus here's what steve jobs had to say people think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on but that's not what it means at all steve jobs says it means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are you have to pick carefully steve jobs goes on to say i'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things that we have done innovation now this is key here innovation is saying no to 1,000 things. That's pretty powerful. Focus means saying yes one time, followed by saying no a thousand times. In other words, focus is more about saying no than it is about saying yes. Now, I want to admit something to you. I I want to be transparent with you. Even writing this, I can feel a tingle of guilt in my stomach when I think about all the things I do on a daily basis that are getting me nowhere closer to my ultimate goals. Activities that are, for the most part, good distractions, but distractions nonetheless. And possibly, you're feeling the same way. This idea of focus is a hard topic because it will hit home for you and for me. We seek, at least I think you do, if you're listening to this podcast, you do, we seek a great life but are unable to give up the very things that will keep us from the great life that we are chasing. So today we're going to be discussing those things in life we need to get rid of in order to properly, uh, in order to properly focus our time and attention. So here's the million dollar question. Here's the million dollar question. What are the things and activities you need to give up in order to enhance your focus on the one thing that matter, uh, that matters most in your life? Let me say that one more time. It's a great question. You need to answer this question for yourself. What are the things and activities you need to give up in order to enhance your focus on the one thing that matters most in your life? I actually have the answer here for you today. I actually have the answer. Okay. Here's the answer. You must give up everything that is not helping you to pursue your life mission. I know I know I know that is a bold statement. Everything you ask, everything. Everything. Now now let me say this. Very few people will will give up everything keeping them from uh from their life's mission. With so many, and again, we're going to call them that today, so many good distractions that are available, it is a tall order. I know it's a tall order to ask anyone to give up everything in order to focus on what really matters. It's true, but, but, this is very important for you to understand when it comes to focus or lack of focus, there are consequences to our actions. There are consequences to your actions. There are consequences to my actions. And this is not meant to be a negative statement consequences are not negative. They simply are. You've heard of Newton's third law of motion. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. If you choose to laser focus your life by saying no to a thousand good distractions, there will be consequences. If you choose not to laser your, uh, not to laser focus your life by saying yes to a thousand good distractions, there will be consequences. The question you need to ask yourself is this, can I live with the consequences of my actions? And here's the thing. Again, there's consequences either way. And I would go so far to say this. There are good and negative consequences either way. If you're saying yes to one thing, one thing, one thing, it means you're saying no to a lot of other things, and you're saying no to a lot of really great things. And at the end of your life, you may look back and say, man, uh, if only I had a better relationship with so and so, if only I had done this project, if only I had taken that opportunity, if only I had gone on vacation there, whatever. And maybe you're looking at a very successful life, but you've given up a lot to have that. The other way. You say yes to everything, and you embrace everything life has to offer, and you uh, you have a lot of great relationships, you have a lot of great experience that you had in life, and yet you look back in your life and say, but man, if I would have given my life the one thing and really honed in on that one thing, where would I be today? There's going to be consequences, right? And, and again, I shouldn't even say good or bad consequences. they're just going to be consequences. You have to ask yourself, can I live with the consequences of my actions? I digress. I digress. Back to this idea of focus. Let's pretend for a moment that we decide to be in the top 1%. So we make this decision today that we're going to be in the top 1% of people who choose to focus their lives by saying no to a thousand good good distractions. Let's examine what we may need to give up on a personal, professional, and organizational level in order to reach the goals we've set for ourselves, for our teams, and for our organization. But, But here's the deal. Before we do this, I want to divide up our lives into six different dimensions, okay? So each of us have these six dimensions in our lives. We've got this. Number one, we have the physical dimension. Number two, we have the mental dimension. Number three, we uh, we have the emotional dimension. Number four, we have the spiritual dimension. Number five, we have the relational dimension. And number six, we have the financial dimension. These six aspects make up exactly who you are today, Okay. So these are the six dimensions of our personhood. And I am guessing these are the six areas that we wish to excel in, that you wish to excel in. And with our drive to excel, here's the question again, what must we give up in order to succeed in these areas? Now, ultimately, only you can answer these questions, right? This this podcast today, all I'm trying to seek to do, all I'm trying to help and add value to your life is to give you a running start. So as we lift off, as we list off these uh, next six dimensions of who you are and the things that you might need to give up, you you know, these may not apply to you, but you may need to look at your own life and say, okay, in order to be really great in these six dimensions, here are the things I need to give up. So let's dive in. Let's start with your physical success. If, and here's the question you're asking, if I'm going to focus on my physical uh, success, what must I say no to? So here are some suggestions for you of things you might need to say no to: sugar, processed carbs, soda, lack of sleep, emotional eating. If you do any of those things, you understand, okay? Uh, in order to me, in order for me to be in tip-top shape, I need to give these things up, okay? Uh, sugar, processed carbs, soda, lack of sleep, emotional eating. Let's move to mental. If you were to say, if I'm going to focus on my mental success, what must I say no to? Here might be some answers to you. Social media, television, gossip, negative people, all all of those things are keeping your mindset in a direction where it shouldn't be. Let's move to your emotional success. If I'm going to have emotional success, what must I say no to? Let's go back again to social media. So here's how I define... mental success. That's, that's having a grasp on how your mind processes information. That's what mental is, right? Some of that you have control over some of it, you just don't, it's just been wired in you from years and years and years. And, and, you know, people with, um, with anxiety or mental health issues, there are things going on up there. And a lot of it is um, science based, and they need medication to help things. But but really, the mental aspect of who you are, and who I am is how our brain processes, uh, the information that comes in, the emotional aspect, to you. is how you act on that information, right? So if you're sitting in a conversation and someone begins to critique your work, uh, you may take it. Your brain may begin to process that as criticism. And so you get defensive as opposed to listening and saying, hey, this is really helping me out but instead you get defensive, right? That's a struggle for a lot of us. Okay. So when I say emotional success, I'm talking about the actions that you take based on how your brain processes uh, 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 the information. So if I'm going to have emotional success, what must I say no to? So here's some things you might need to say no to social media and the comparison trap, talking more than you listen, talking more than I listen, becoming defensive, Uh, reacting without reflection, focusing on the negative. All of those things, if you want to have great emotional health, you've got to get rid of. If you want to have success spiritually, you may ask the question, if I'm going to have success spiritually, which here's what I believe that that means. It means being aligned with your purpose in life. Okay. So if I'm going to have success spiritually, uh, what must I say no to? And here's what I, I put down that you may want to consider. Uh, if you're going to be totally focused on your purpose in life, you may have to say no to a whole bunch of really great opportunities, right? If you're successful, if you're educated, if, you're, if you've are if got all the tools in in the bag and you're good at what you do, you're going to have a lot of opportunities come your way. You may have to uh, look at the opportunities and say, no, nope, I'm going to say no to uh, all these things, or at least most of them, because I need to stay focused on my purpose and my mission. Let's talk about your relationships. If I'm gonna have success relationally, what must I say no to? So here's a list, negative people and influences. You know, if you're romantically involved in one, at least in most of society, if you're if you're romantically involved with one person, uh, that means that you can't be romantically involved with anybody else. You've got to focus in on that one person that you're in a relationship with. Again, I realize that doesn't hit up everybody, but for a good deal of our society, uh, especially our society here in America, uh, it, it means being committed to one person at one time. Uh, if you want to have success relationally, uh, you may need to say no to gossip. You probably will need to say no to gossip, not may. Uh, you need to say no to, ne- uh, to selfish behaviors. If you're, a, if, if you're typically a selfish person, uh, you're going to have to say no to those selfish behaviors so you can focus on the good and the happiness and the fulfillment and the empowerment of the person that you're with. Uh, you may have to say no to toxic friendships that take away from investing in your current relationship. That's really important. If you're going to have success relationally, there will be other relationships that will either drain you or they're going to be toxic or they're going to tell you not to invest in that relationship. And you got to say no to that. If I'm going to have success financially, what must I say no to? Poor spending habits, lack of saving, lack of investing, ignoring my finances, lack of education. Uh, in terms of finances. These are all the things you may have to say no to in order to have uh, success in finances. So here's the deal. You get the idea. You get the idea. In order to say yes to what you want in life, it means there are many things that you have to say no to. Now, what about your life mission? Okay, So that's the question. What about your life mission? The work you must do on a daily basis to help you reach your purpose and your vision. What are all the things you need to say no to in order to be able to pursue your mission on a consistent basis? Well, what are the activities that, while good, are distractions to your ultimate purpose? What about for your team? What about for your organization? What are the activities and behaviors that are keeping you from your desired outcomes? Now, I want you to know something. I did this activity myself. I went through and I looked at those those different dimensions of who I am, and I wrote down all the things that I need to get rid of, right? Um, I took a break as I was writing this, and I said, I need, if I'm asking you to do this, I need to write it down myself. Now, here's the kicker. I came up with five distractions in my life, five primary distractions, where if I got rid of those five distractions, if I could master that, if I could overcome those five distractions, my life would take off in ways that I can't even begin to imagine. Okay. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. And I'll explain this to you in just a second. All five of my largest distractions. Okay. I think I had more than five, but I had the the top five, if I could overcome these, life would begin to, you know, to turn a leaf uh, for me. Excuse me. All five of my largest distractions are one, coping mechanisms, or two, escaping mechanisms. All five of them are. Every single one of them are a way to cope or a way to escape. Okay. So I'm going to be transparent with you. Again, I asked you to do this, so I need to do it myself. So I'm going to be very transparent with you. Uh, one of the things that I struggle with in my own life is the morning routine. Okay, I've got it all mapped out. I know all the things. I have about five things I have to do every morning, and if I do those five things, I'm going to have a great day. Um, but here, but here's the problem. I get up, and my alarm goes off, or I wake up, or you know, uh, and, and I know what I need to do, but there's a certain amount of anxiety right? That, that takes place in my life because I'm looking at the day ahead and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I have so much work to do and I've got to get this done. and I got to get this done. And so what do I do instead of getting up and, and tackling those issues? I avoid the issues, right? You probably do the same thing. You avoid the issues. Okay. So, uh, and, and, and why do you avoid it? Because you're avoiding the anxiety that comes with it. It's so much easier to scroll through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Or to scroll through the news, I'm a news junkie. So, so, my, and I can rationalize that. Well, I'm just checking the weather. Well, I'm just checking to see how, what's going on in life, and I'm, I'm checking to see what's going on 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 the national level, so that I can make the right decisions for myself. So I rationalize all of that. Okay. Because I think, well, well, you know, I'm just checking in. I'm I'm checking in with all these people. I check the email, right? But I'm 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 taking away time. And there are times that I'll look up at the clock, or I'll look at the clock on my phone, which is right there. And 45 minutes have gone by of me wasting time scrolling or looking at the news, whatever it it may be. Now, why do I tell you this? I I I tell you this because this leads us to an important point that needs to be made. It needs to be made for you. Needs to be made for me. Most of what is keeping you off focus and away from accomplishing your goals is directly tied to the anxiety you feel when pursuing your goals. That's powerful. Most of what is keeping you off focus and away from accomplishing your goals is directly tied to the anxiety you feel when pursuing your goals. That is what we call a juxtaposition. So if you take away the goals, you take away the anxiety and thereby take away the lack of Focus. So if you want to get rid of a lack of focus, just take away the goals, right? But where does this leave you? If, if you were to say, hey, I'll just do that, it leaves you direction uh, directionless with no aim for yourself, no aim for your team, and no aim for your organization. So what am I trying to say right now? What am I trying to say? Because this is important that we stay focused. But here's what I'm trying to say. Have compassion for yourself. A lack of focus, to put a positive spin on this, a lack of focus means that you are actually pursuing something in life. Another term for a lack of focus is what Stephen Pressfield labels as resistance, okay? Quote, unquote, resistance. Anytime we set out to do good work in the world, we will encounter resistance in the form of every possible distraction. You've been there. I've been there. And many of these are good distractions, right? But they're distractions nonetheless, and, and they serve to keep us off our game, to keep us off of our focus. But here's the deal. Take heart. Take heart. The fact that you are facing a lack of focus, which is another word for resistance, means that you are moving towards something of significance. Your job is to simply recognize these moments and get back on task. Now, if you've ever meditated, right, and if you haven't, if you're not, if that's not a practice, I highly recommend that you take up that practice. If you've ever meditated, you understand this. When engaging in a guided meditation, how often does the yogi or the guide compassionately say something along these lines? When your mind begins to wonder, uh, follow the thought and bring your attention back to the breath. The purpose of mindfulness, and that happens to me all the time. I, I'm, I'm meditating, and I'll do a guided meditation. And uh, right as soon as my mind begins to, you know, it's it's a perfect time. The yogi comes back. Oh, hey, uh, you know, your mind's probably getting distracted right now. It's the monkey mind. Move it right back to your breath. Focus right back to the breath. You, uh, the purpose of mindfulness meditation is to bring focus to the mind by bringing the focus of the mind to one thing, and that's to your breath. Yet as anyone who meditates has experienced, this can be a painful undertaking as our minds begin to wander from one thought to the next, to the next, and to the next, and so on and so forth. We call this the monkey mind. And here's the deal, in many ways, the practice of focus goes against the very nature of our mind, the very nature of who we are, our being, right? So I say all that to say this, have compassion for yourself. Do everything you can to remove the distractions in your life. And every moment of the day, ask yourself the question, is doing this, whatever this is, is doing this, helping me to get closer to achieving my purpose, my vision, or my mission? And if the answer is no, bring your attention compassionately back to your focus. The monkey mind, which is the resistance that you're going to feel. We'll do everything possible to keep you off of your game, off of your focus. And why, why, why? Because focus means you're pursuing something of worth that is stretching you past your comfort zone. And I could talk for a whole day on, on that, on your comfort zone. And when focus begins to get you nailed in on that, there's going to be resistance inside because your brain, that little that little part of your brain that wants to keep you in your comfort zone is, is fighting to keep you safe. So saying no, 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 don't go after this. So, so here, uh, you know, check out some Instagram, check out a little bit of Facebook, check out the New York Times, check out CNN. Uh, go watch a little TV. Hey, why don't you go eat? Hey, why don't you go do some laundry? You have some laundry you need to get done. Hey, there's this other assignment you need to go. Go work on it right. And that are right because it knows if you if I if I can keep you off this focus, I can keep you safe from your comfort zone, and I don't have to worry about anything. Life is good right here in the comfort zone. So here's the deal focus requires discipline, focus requires determination, focus requires consistency, focus requires courage. And it's the courage to say no, the courage to embrace your one thing and go after this one thing with every ounce of your being. So here's my challenge to you. Here's my challenge to me. Here's my challenge to all of us. Until we meet again, keep your eyes on your vision your mind on your mission, and say no to anything that seeks to take you off course and live the life that you are meant to live. This is such a powerful tool for us. If you can get this right, I promise you the rest of your year is going to be more successful than than you've ever had before, more successful than you can imagine. And it's just the power of focus, to focus in on what's going on right in front of you, your life mission, the thing you need to do to accomplish your purpose and your vision. Focus in on that and watch and see what happens. That's all I've got for you this week. I want to encourage you to stay tuned with me. Next week, we're talking in honor of Kobe Bryant, his life. Uh, We're talking about the Mamba Mentality. I purchased the book and I'm trying to dispel that down to a few lessons that I can share with you. The Mamba Mentality. The week after, and I'm hoping he's going to the Super Bowl. I'm hoping against hope. He won. He had a great game against, uh, he had a great game. He and the rest of his team, it wasn't just him, they had a great defensive game, too. He and the Buccaneers had a great game. Arians and all of them had a great game against the Saints. Uh, 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 this past Sunday. So this weekend, uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers take on, uh, take on the green Bay Packers. So we'll see how that, how that ramps up, you know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers going to head to head. So we'll see, but we're, but we're going to look at Tom Brady because, uh, he's right up there in the realm of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and all the rest of them. There's so much focus he has in his life. And so we're going to pull out some of his lessons and that'll be our final, our final, uh, Uh, our final episode on focus. And then we're going to get into February and we've got some uh, some great work we're going to do there around diversity, equity, and inclusion and your leadership and how you grow in that. And again, culture is a big part of what we do. So stay tuned right here. JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care. Have a great week. Enjoy the inauguration today. I'll see you soon. This is JC. Thank you so much for joining me today for JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Uh, As always, I want you to know I'd love to have a chance to partner with you, to partner with your team, to partner with your organization. We do work around strategy and culture. We do training. Uh, We'll do workshops, facilitation, consulting, coaching, team coaching. Uh, if that's what you need. All the information is on the slide deck or it's, it's down below as well. So feel free to reach out to me directly, jc, jcco.io. We just changed up the website, we just changed up. So I'm, I wanna make sure I have that right, j-c, jcco.io. So I'd love to hear from you. would love to have a whiteboard session with you and just figure out how we can be of service to your team, your organization, as you help to ignite your culture and watch your organization thrive.